0: Welcome into the One and Done podcast featuring Austin Atwood, JQ3, and yours truly, Dan Cooter. We're back and it's a double preview episode. Yeah, you heard that right, folks. Big East and the AAC on tap here today. We just finished up with the Big East. A couple more conferences Big to 12. go.
1: 12.
0: Oh, we're doing the Big East. <laughs> yeah, <that's>
1: right. Sorry!
0: <laughs> yeah, we, just, we just did the Big 12. A lot of, a lot of bigs going on here the Big Ten, the Big 12,
1: the Big East. Anything else, Jake? like that? No. Uh, Nothing that's acceptable for the podcast. All right. We're ready to go.
0: Big East and the AAC. Anything you'd like to add before we jump in here, folks? No. Okay. Uh, It's a late
2: one. Late one.
0: I know. It's a late podcast. Right after the Big 12 episode, we're right back on your airwaves, ready to go. Jake our ruthless producer said, you know what, guys? Let's let's squeeze in another one tonight.
1: Squeeze it
0: in. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, just jump right into it. Big East. One of the more intriguing <clears throat> conferences that we saw last year,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I would say, along with the Big 12, we have a clear one and two front runner this year, along with a bunch of middling and then some... Down, Bottom of the barrel.
2: Duds with a capital. D. D DePaul. Speaking of capital D. Will they be Dan's team again? We'll find out later. So let's do this like we did last
0: episode. We'll get the bottom of the barrel out of the way. St. John's, DePaul, Georgetown. Anything that we like about these three teams heading into this year?
2: Not really. (laughs) Not really, Dan. That's why I didn't add them to our preview list here. But the ball went twelve
0: and one to start the season. Oh, that's, Jesus. Four and fifteen to end the season. I
2: think they were under. They were like eleven. You're they like, they're my team. And then they won one. I think they beat like Northwestern in the non conference. <laughs> they were all over them. They were at like twelve and zero. And then they fell they're, apart. They were my team the entire year. Good. they were like on the cusp of getting ranked. No, no, maybe.
0: And then it just. They ended up...
1: Fell apart. I know. That's that's
2: right. Hey, hey, some of your teams, you know, they lived through it. I know. But the
1: fall wasn't it.
2: fall wasn't it.
1: Them in Nichols State. Nichols oh, State? Geez. You remember them? remember them? Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
2: They started oh,
0: like 10 and all. A, that's a deep dive right there. That's a deep dive. And then you have Georgetown. Patrick Ewing, no, <sighs> man. He's got a...
2: You got a full uh, up results
0: on his hands. Got
2: some work to do.
0: It's, yeah, he's got a lot of people transferring out. Matt McLong is gone. It's just it's, it's a lot to deal with. Well,
2: Mary, you're at seven. Uh, you know, he left to get ready to transfer. I think no, he left early. Left early. Uh, Went to the MA draft. Didn't get drafted, I'll and look it up. Uh, I'll look it up. you know, took his chances. But I'll look look up. did anything to get out of Georgetown. So, uh, so we have DePaul
0: in Georgetown, Saint John's. Uh, another team is going to be at the bottom of the Big East this year. LJ Figueroa. He transferred out to. Period time. time! Jake! What do you got?
2: Where did Who? LJ I'm Figueroa, Figueroa transfer to? Um, St. John's stud last, um, stud last year. Jake is too busy making. I don't know. I'm looking up Ulmer Year
1: 7 because he left Georgetown. Yeah. But we're asking Who about. Who did he sign with? Him? LJ Figueroa. Know, but he, he signed yeah. with Oklahoma. How do you
0: pronounce it? LJ Figueroa.
1: Figure Figueroa. Yeah, yeah. Figueroa. I don't know. I Figueroa. have no idea. I'll be totally honest Pack 12 Okay. I, I heard. Stanford. No. No. Oh, Not even close. Not even close, I don't know. Colorado. No. No. Hey, <laughs> Washington State. I it way off the radar. Why? Oregon. The Ducks. Oregon.
2: Oregon. All right, well.
1: I was looking at Omer Yurtsevin, where he went in the NBA draft. We're way past that, right? All right. right. Well, sorry. 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 Let's move on to the top of the conference. Villanova. They
0: are your top team coming into this year. There's a lot to like about this team. Colin Gillespie and Justin Moore are back. Justin Moore is someone who... Was a great freshman last year, and is expected to take some strides this year uh, in his sophomore campaign. Jeremiah Robinson, Earl, and Jermaine Samuels also a respectable front court for this Wildcats team. Jay Wright's got himself another national championship contender. Austin, I'm sure you are very bullish in this Villanova team.
2: They're. It's got to be Final Four bust with this team. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Bring back... Uh, it seems like uh, Villanova, every so often, last three years or four years or so, they always got this one white dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be Colin
0: Gillespie.
2: Yep, yep. Or uh, Dante
0: v- DiVincenzo. DiVincenzo.
2: They, they always got... Or... Or... Can anyone guess the next one? Um... I got nothing. Jake?
1: Before, Before Ryan Arching, a- o- a- o-
2: a- o- there you go. Always got someone brewing in the Jay Wright system, and Colin Gillespie is that guy this year. Average fifteen point one points per game. You-, you gotta expect that to go up. Um, their bench really kind of pops in my eyes. Cole Swider expected to you know have a more enhanced role this year. Averaged... Just over six points per game. Expect that to go up as well. Um, kind of a big loss. We don't know the extent of the shoulder injury for Brian Antoine. Um, and then we should mention Sadiq Bay is gone. Sadiq Bay, yes, he is gone. drafted
1: by the Pistons. Pistons. Thanks, kind of fell in the draft a little bit though. But. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. That's for sure. He got drafted though. Jake, our NBA expert. Somewhat. Adding anything. So. But yeah, Brian Antoine.
2: Much just recently got hurt with a shoulder in practice uh-huh. and they uh, there's no timetable for his return but they were expecting him to be a big you know bench production this year former five star recruit didn't really get much playing time last year but expected him to be a big presence and uh, we'll see how you know that turns out but yeah i mean they bring back a bunch of talent jeremiah robinson Earl, who was we all thought Gonna go in the NBA draft. Decided to come back to Villanova. Smart decision. Yep, you know, and they bring back Jermaine Samuels as well to go along with that for a you know pretty good front court there. So, it's it's got to be Final Four or bust. And I mean, Caleb Daniels, sixteen point nine points per game in twenty eighteen nineteen transfer from Tulane. He'll get the nod this year with Villanova. So, pretty good team here that Jay Wright brings back.
1: Jake. That's, they're going to be a top five team. Top right. five team, yeah.
0: They that's are just, uh, number two. So. That's just solid analysis. What do you have to add on Villanova? What do I have to yes. add on Villanova? Well, Colin Gillespie, what are you steers, uh, Colin Gillespie steers the ship. Sadiq Bay is going to be a, a big... Major uh, loss. A major loss for them. And the, the thing with Villanova is I honestly don't think they have much competition in their conference this year. I, I think Creighton is a that's tier... Great, I, yeah. I think Creighton is a tier below them. Tyshawn Alexander not returning him. It's, it's going to be huge. It's
1: going
0: to be huge for that's them a, not having them. And that's going to be the difference. Do I you think,
2: think... We'll get into Creighton in just a second, but... Do you think Villanova sweeps Creighton? Sweeps them? Yeah. Or no?
0: Possibly. Possibly. I mean, no fans in the stands. I think it's a lot easier for them to... to uh, do so. ...accomplish. Yeah. Than if... I mean, going into Omaha and playing Creighton, I feel, is pretty tough if you got a packed house. Right. But when you don't, I mean, it's, it's a lot tougher. But, I mean, I think Villanova is just superior to, to Creighton. Yeah. Anyway, Creighton Blue Jays, second team in the Big East. As we mentioned, probably the biggest competition to Villanova this season. Tyshawn Alexander is obviously the big piece that is missing from this Boos A's team this year, but a lot of the talk is around Marcus Zegarowski, best three-pointer in the Big East, maybe in the country, you would say. He is the big piece to this Jayhawks team, along with Mitch Ballack and Denzel Mahoney, who are going to be the backcourt for this Creighton team. Probably a top ten offensive team, I oh, would say, sure. yeah. in the NCAA college basketball landscape. Do you think they can compete with Villanova for a Big East championship?
2: They, they have the talent to do so. Bring back, I mean, five prominent scores from what, prominent scores and key contributors from last season. Really, only lose Tyshawn Alexander. I mean, big loss, but. They have the depth to, I guess, you know, I'll come to that. Uh, Marcus Zagorowski. a hell of an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, Jake? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I Jake know. doesn't even know what that means. so... <laughs> Marcus Zagorowski, just over a tick of 16 points per game and five assists. I mean, with Tyshawn gone, you got to expect that to you know, improve. Mitch Ballack, the three point sharpshooter he was a bench player last year. Prominent starter now. He's gotta really step it up. Just average under twelve points per game. Donzel Mahoney, D- Damian Jefferson really stepped it up last year. Gonna have to step it up even more this year. Um you know they do add. they do add and guard Antoine Jones, Jake. Average four point seven points yeah, per Jake, game. Yeah, Jake, tell us about Antoine Jones. Yeah, transfer from Memphis. Jake's uh, favorite college basketball team. Jake, tell us about
1: him. I don't expect him to do that
2: much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> man,
1: we're yeah. gonna shoot him in the I back know. on your way out the door. Sorry, Antoine, but I don't. I don't think. Didn't like we saw last year. No, you? I didn't. I didn't. And they is do. That add, why,
2: uh, is that why he transferred? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Add a uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner, four star recruit. Um, the center position um, should be a key rotational player. Expect some uh, production out of him, but you know, Creighton, man, they were really good last year. I I, I think you know, they'll, they'll contend seven with, footer Jacob
0: Apperson returns as well for Creighton, which adds more size for them. It, yeah, that's key. More size, the better. You got those three point shooters, you got the we got the size underneath, snacks and rebounds. They'll
2: they'll contend for sure with Villanova for you know, the top spot in the Big East. Uh, I'm personally, I was really really high. It.
1: Say it. I'm yeah. personally excited for the game against Kansas this year. When do they play Kansas? December eighth. But they're it? at the Allen Fieldhouse. Do You want to so get together and watch that, or? I would love to get together. What what day is it December eighth? I don't know. Off the top of my head, right I be. will Please look let it that up. Be Saturday, Jake. It is a Tuesday. Oh my Bye. god. Tuesday oh, night she. they'll be playing <laughs> <laughs> at the Allen Field House against Kansas. I think I think Creighton wins that game.
2: I really liked what I saw out of Creighton last season. Really did. I was. So it was. They really hot. Hot going in. Hot. They got hot at the end of the season, they did. too. Yeah. They were ranked to
0: begin the season, and they gradually. Climb. It was slowly. Their it was way a very up. slow climb that they made their way inside the top 10. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of expectations for this Creighton team this season. And I do agree with you, Austin. I
2: think they could compete for a Big East championship. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Yukon. Here we go. Yukon Huskies.
0: Newest member of the Big East. Well, I would say newest member, but they were previously a member of the Big East and they return from the AAC. Danny Hurley's got himself a team this year. Maybe the best team he has had since taking over at UConn. R.J. Cole, the transfer from Howard, averaging over 21 points per game. is going to be one of your starters at guard along with James Knight 13 points per game. Those are your two guys. Yep. Those are your two big studs that you're expecting to produce offensively for this UConn team. There's a lot to like here for the Huskies Austin.
2: Are you bullish on them? I'm still teeter tottering back and forth. Okay. Um, obviously their, their backcourt is going to be really good. RJ Cole, James Booknight. James Booknight's a possible Biggie's Positive. player of the year? Maybe? Wow. First team for sure, I'd say. Uh, their front court's a little questionable with ACOC ACOC. <laughs> <laughs> Current he's currently injured. I think I believe he's coming off an Achilles injury. Ooh. We'll see how that, you know, plays out. But my <sighs> I mean, kinda has been so bad the last three years. I mean, they've No, 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 no. They went on a no, high no, no. streak before take that back. COVID
0: ended. You, you take that back, you son of a bitch. Danny Hurley is a good coach. He has brought this team from the cellar and brought them back into the Big East, and they're going to be good this year. They're going to be good?
2: They're going to be good. They're
0: not going to be great. I mean, they
2: were still in the cellar in the AAC, though. But they were
1: they were making strides. They went on a Come run. Come on, Jay went I'll on be out here. They went on a run before the season ended due to COVID.
0: They I, were competing God. with some good they teams. They beat Memphis. They were competing with some good teams.
2: Don't look at me like that.
1: Okay.
2: All right. Well, <laughs> we will see soon enough. We will see. I mean, they got talent. No, don't get me wrong. I it's what? Just, what? What? You what, Jake, seem very down. You seem, gonna, seem
1: very down on them. what, Jake? They're gonna win the Big East. You see? I listen. I was hey, not hey, saying that. We, we're not going that. Not saying ass, that at what? all. What, you, you just think- seem very <laughs>
2: down on them. They're gonna finish third.
1: You think? I, you Tournament team. A, you have them at third. You don't even have them in your projections. Never mind. <laughs> 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 Never mind. I mean, they I can see got them in the talent. top five in the Big East.
2: They have the talent.
1: I could see them in the top five. The
2: it's just whether if they you know choose to do so. I mean, choose I to do what?
1: It. Do what? Play well with their talent. Yeah. I mean, they've had the
2: talent for the last three years, and they've done nothing in the AC and then they want to go to the Big East and try to, you know, be
1: the be with the big boys. Yeah. Oh, all right, Jake. All right. Can't fault them for that. I don't think they'll be the bottom three in the, in oh, the well, Big no, East. No, no, no. Not at all.
2: No, I don't think they will either, but.
1: Top three. I'm on
2: Jake's side. Nice.
1: I say they win the Big East. Oh we can Can't. Can't. Take it back. I take it back. Take it back. take it back. I take it back. any minute. stricken from the record.
2: <laughs> You're right, I don't even have a, a projection. It's <laughs> <laughs> just got rid of them. He only had <laughs> the
1: normal <laughs> Big East. He didn't so, even add Yukon into his Austin, projections. You didn't even add him to the old Big
0: East? They're part of the old Big East. As far as they're concerned, outside of them. They're football, always meant to be I'll, Outside of them, DePaul and St. John's, they don't even. i mean, Georgetown. They don't even <laughs> care. They don't even care. They're the best team in the Big East. Anyways. are we? You truth. This is your take.
1: Uh, apparently. I, I don't kind I
2: guess we are. I guess keep we are. an eye on this like a oh, hawk. Are they won against teams?
1: Oh, well, we'll have to wait. You always said once the game started, we'd we'll figure it out. So yeah, no, we gotta wait. Gotta wait. Gotta wait. How many? How many games? Two games. Three. One week. One. One, one week. One, week, one week, week of games. Two games. One week. Two
2: weeks. I've been dying to know this as well. I, I've been waiting. Weeks? I've how, been waiting. How, how many I've teams
1: are we? Uh, we limiting him to four. Four. I've, I I've, yeah. We had four last four, year. Four, but so. they
0: have to alternate. I can't have like I can't.
1: You know your starters. Four. So then then I'm, I'm, like, eh, and, <laughs> Or you are keep not changing. No. Your no. No. no.
0: I, I got
1: to change. I got to be able to change because I had Norfolk State in a one-point last year. You and, yeah, you had it Nichols State for like three weeks. Who? In the Nichols, Nichols State. Nichols. Remember or- Nichols? Yeah, they, I started, think- they started oh, no, like I, 8-0. I,
0: I meant Nichols State, not Norfolk State. <laughs> they anything, started like meant- 8-0 and then they
1: had to play then yeah, they played had, someone ranked.
0: Uh, and- Oregon State made their way in there as yeah. well.
1: Yeah, that quickly that- made their exit that was a one week spin. DePaul? Do we want to talk about DePaul? Well DePaul is was there, there the whole year.
2: Boston College was one of them too. Oh.
1: Yeah, you did Boston College for but They were only they were I think they were in there the quickest, like two weeks and then they were out and that was about it. Son of a bitch. Alright. <laughs> Let's move on. Seaton All Pirates.
0: Move on to them. Miles Powell's gone. Quincy
1: McKnight's gone. There's a lot of turnover. Our superfan, Patrick, Austin. is probably not going to be happy.
2: <laughs> Who's our superfan?
1: Oh, Patrick! Ooh, Patrick! Yep, 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 yeah. Listen, hey, Patrick.
2: You know, if he listens, he'll, he'll, he'll send us a tweet. Oh, he, right li- after he this listens. Is, uh, you know, Kevin
0: Willard
1: still has Sandro, though. He does. Oh, my boy yep. Sandro. Back from injury. Dare we say his last name? Uh, mama's got a legatee. I,
2: I <love> it. <laughs>
1: They bring in guard
2: Bryce Aiken, transfer mm-hmm. out of Harvard. Thank God he got out of there because you know that team's not playing this year. Yep, all uh, canceled. averaged a tick under seventeen points per game. They bring just a in. A a it's they, uh, they bring in sligot. They bring in Tackle Molson, uh, transfer out of Canisius. <laughs> Average even more of a tick under 70 points <laughs> per game. Gene, what are you <laughs> doing over there? He's sucking on a. Can you relax? On a basketball or I'm what, sorry. Jake? It's all right. Jesus. God uh, Bringing guard Miles Cal, uh, who you know, played alongside Miles Powell last year. I expect him to, you know, make a. Take a step up. Take a step up, be a bigger impact um, <laughs> <laughs> than, he, than he was last year. Um, I like their front court. Jared Roden, 9.1 points per game, 6.4 rebounds per game. And Sandro Mamanishvili. Yeah, hey! He's the star of this team. Really played well last year. Averaged 11.9 points per game, 6.0 rebounds per game. Expect him to take that next step. Not really sure where this Seton Hall team will fall in the Big East, but... I like their talent. It's just a matter if it all com- it can all come together.
0: Seton yeah, Hall's kind of been on the uptick the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think they've been impressive. I've liked what Kevin Willard has done with that He's a good game. coach. He is a good, He's a good coach. coach. He's a very good coach, and he has propelled them into a you know pretty much seasonal top five team in the Big East, yeah. in a very good conference. You know when you're playing with the likes of Villanova, you know Creighton, Marquette. Providence, other teams that we'll talk about, they seem to find themselves ranked, you know, relatively in the top fifteen. Yep. Uh, especially last year. Um, and, and with no Miles Powell, I think and Quincy McKnight, you know, you got the big man underneath, along with the point guard up top. That's a lot of skill that you're losing. Yep. You know, but Kevin Willard, as we mentioned, is a good coach and I think he's gonna find a way to, to be able to overcome that. Jake, your thoughts on
1: Miles Powell not getting drafted? Undrafted, yeah. It's unfortunate. It's disrespectful to him, honestly. <laughs> to be totally honest with you, but uh, clearly Kevin Willard's. Oh, conf- here comes Jake with his Con- Oh, Look at him, confident, yeah. confident in this team with the non-conference schedule he's scheduled. Oh, for he's, Seton he's Hall Scott Drew. He's here at Jake. The first four games non-conference: Louisville, Baylor, Rhode Island, and Penn State. For the Seton Hall the scene Hall Pirates team that's a good start for them yeah, good start I mean, I would... s- well good test early Wait, exactly back to me again? Louisville Baylor Rhode Island and Penn State I would consider them favorites in all of
0: those games besides
1: Baylor besides Baylor yeah. I,
2: I'd agree with that. I I,
0: with that if you agree with me then I agree with myself <laughs> <laughs> Providence Friars got hot They were the, uh
2: Steaming hot.
0: Ed Cooley. He, he was uh, the Providence Friars and Ed Cooley were the UCLA version of the Big East. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were. They were. It was the sluggish start last year for Providence. Very, oh
2: my God! They lost like
0: they even like teams I can't even. uh Jake, just said that. Th- yeah, go go look. look there look was. Up. There was some cool, gross d- losses. Oh. Let, I, we gotta we got do, a, we got to do trivia. We gotta I, I we gotta guess who the team was. Oh, it was a, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I g I can't remember who it was. They lost to a team. It was like oh man, I wanna see it was North Carolina State or, or not NC State. Like, uh, North Carolina A and T or something like that. that. Could have been, yeah. Jake.
1: I'm looking it up. I'm sorry.
0: But anyway, Providence are going to be
2: pretty good this year. I think they're going to be good, yeah. They're going to be a lot
0: better, than, and I hope that they're better than they were at the
1: beginning of last season. And if they can do that. I figured the schedule out. So I found it. <laughs> they lost to, at the beginning of the season, they lost to Northwestern. Oh, man. Penn, Penn. of the Ivy League. Um, Long Beach State. Oh, oh, and three to start the year. No, no just I'm just so I'm bad, naming them. Bad, Char- bad. Charleston. Charleston. Okay. Um, awesome. They then, lost to Rhode Island. Yeah. Not that bad of a lot. They got blown out by Florida. They lost Ooh. by two – who was bad. Yeah, so they lost, the end they, end the they lost by 32 to Ooh, Florida. God. So oh, that's God. not good. But then they went on a win I streak. Give into, credit into, to yeah. that. Cooley. I, team I team gambled on, on? this
2: you team last around? year. I love it. Oh, mm. my God. But, yeah, they – man. Bring in the transfer from St. Joe's, Jared Bynum, who you expect to take over the point guard duties. Average 11.3 points per game in 2018-19 season. Guard David Duke expect him to take that next step up, you know, play that alpha Diallo role. Uh, he averaged twelve points per game last year and uh, four point two rebounds. AJ Reeves averaged seven point four points per game, and they bring in transfer Noah Horschler, transfer from North North Florida, averaged sixteen points per game and nine point three rebounds per game, just under a double double. Hopefully, you know, we can figure it out and, you know, produce those numbers for the Friars this year. Um, their bench. Bring in Car Bryson Gooden from
1: Syracuse. Thank <laughs> yeah. mm. hey, God he got out of there. Yeah, maybe he'll uh, probably you know, go off this try year. Try to
2: learn how to play basketball there. <laughs> uh, and they do bring in forward Ed Croswell, um, who averaged – 10.4 points per game, 7.6 rebounds, a transfer from LaSalle. So I, this team does have some depth, and I think they can make some noise in the Big East. Uh, I'm liking this Friars team this year.
1: Jake, thoughts? I mean, I can never doubt Ed Cooley. I feel like he has a good, good team no matter what. Good coach. Yeah. So I expect the Friars to be a pesky team in the Big East, so... I like that. Dan, like, big word how for do you people. feel about the Providence Friars this year? Heading in this season. Middle of the back. Middle of the back. Middle of the back. Big East
0: team this year. I think they'll make the tournament, though. I like that. I, I trust Ed Cooley. Simple and Front of the pot. Not really, but...
1: Sort <laughs> no, he is. He is. He will be. Is he in front of the pot? Yeah, we'll make him one. <laughs> can, you, can you DM? I'll, I'll, can DM, I'll DM Ed. <laughs> Hey! hey. hey. He <laughs> They're big, uh, I mean, non conference, I guess their big games are against Indiana and TCU. their best non conference games this year. Indiana's a big game? Uh, th- yeah, for sure. November 30th, if anyone wants to watch that. What day is that? It is oh, a. It's Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday at 3 p.m. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> 3 p.m.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, That's a bad time. That's so a bad time. To throw bad time. Down on my phone. I'm Which sorry. Not ideal. 2:30 p.m. Just want to correct before it's any. The, before any of the fans get upset. So
2: I'm already upset.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note,
2: let's
0: move on to Marquette. Now, obviously, Marquette. I think the big, you know, elephant in the room is Marcus Howard is gone. Yep. And he's a tough act to replace. You get DJ Carton the transfer from Ohio State who comes in. What do we think about this Marquette team? I think they're middle of the pack this season, similar to last year, but obviously at the minus Marcus Howard. So what do we think about this Golden Eagles team?
2: I also think they're middle pack team. They bring in Darson Dawson, excuse me, Garcia, four star prospect, which I'm hearing he's probably the best recruit. In the Big East this season, um, Jake. And, and, and I should mention with the, the Big East,
0: there's not many no, recruits. No, no, it's it's a not lot of veteran players like, yeah. in this returning players. I mean, who who have we even talked about so far? We haven't that has been a recruit? Haven't. He's not the first even with Villanova. You mentioned not even with Villanova. It's all returning I'm talent for for most yeah. of these teams. And even when we talk about Seton Hall, and Marquette, you know, maybe. The top two players in the Big East last year, Miles Powell and Marcus Howard, are gone. Yep. And we're not turning, we're, we're not really talking about anyone who's coming in and replace them. Besides
1: Dawson Garcia, mm-hmm. who you're talking about. Both undrafted. It's
2: a good key fact, Jake. They should have stayed in school. No. All right. anyway, anyway, Austin, continue. Okay. Um, Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, <laughs> no, you're good. good. Yeah, Dawson Garcia, I mean, it kind of all depends on how he looks. I mean like I said he's expected to be the best recruit in the Big East has. Um, they bring back Kobe McGwen who you know played alongside Marcus Howard last year, averaged just under 10 points per game. You expect that to go up with him gone. We'll see if he you know improves that much. I think the big question mark is center Theo John who Played decently last year, five point one points per game, five point two rebounds per game. Can he become that double double guy? If he can be dominant in the low post, I, I think this team can be something. But other than that, I, until I see it, I think they're middle of the road, you know, Big East team. If all the pieces line up, I think this could be a tournament team. But until then, I, I think they're they're out right now. So CBS experts, Kyle Boone boom,
0: <laughs> has Marquette finishing third. Wow. But outside of that... It's a bit aggressive. You have of. Gary Parrish, Matt Norlander, and Jerry Palm all having Marquette finish as the sixth
2: team in the Big East. I think that also goes to say how how the Big East is going to you know, look this year. Just a bunch of teams kind of fighting around. Not as good as last season where they beat each other up, but like a bunch of unknown teams that we're going to have to figure out through the course of the season. Yeah, and
0: and one of those unknown teams that you mentioned um, is Butler. So Butler was a team last year that kind of came out of nowhere. Did. We didn't really expect oh. them to be as good as they were. They kind of projected... To, to be a middling team in the Big East, and then they all of a sudden, you know, got out of the gates pretty fast. Yeah, they were good. Jumped all the way up into the top ten, top five, five. at
2: one point, yes. uh, hung around six, and then... Once Big East uh, plays hit, it was just kind of up and down from you know, there. Which was a, of case a problem, case kind of a problem yeah. for a lot of Big yeah, East yeah. teams. Yep.
0: And they were, you know, kind of a, a victim... Of how good the Big East was last year. They ended up finishing twenty two and nine in the season, fifth in the Big East. I don't really know what to make about this Bulldogs team. I don't know either. You have them finishing eighth in the conference, which would be pretty much at the bottom outside of the Paul, St. John's, and Georgetown. You have Xavier right above them at seventh.
2: You're obviously not really liking what you see with this this Butler team. Um, I'm going to have to just wait and see until and, they play some games here. Or unless Bo Hodges gets a waiver, transfer from East Tennessee State. I mean, there are some pieces here. I'm going to have to see how they take that next step without, um, you know, with the losses of last year's team, which, God, I'm losing their name. Uh, Sean McDermott. Uh, the three point specialist the butler last year and then they had uh Kamar Baldwin Kumar as well Kamar Baldwin yep so until i see you know Aaron Thompson, J.R. Bolden, Christian David, Bryce Knees and Bryce Golden um you know play without those two players uh we'll we'll see. Um, I mean, I think if Bo Hodges can get in there, i think this team wins a couple more games. They could be good. Aaron Thompson could be a breakout player. Time will tell. I, I'm, not, I'm not too high on this Butler team this year, but we'll we'll see once the play starts.
0: Yeah, LaVol well, Jordan, he's got a pretty tough task in front of him. Um, you know, as you mentioned, he loses the top dog, Kamar Baldwin. Yep. There's a lot that needs to be replaced in Butler, but, you know, we saw what they did last year, so mm-hmm. I guess. They're not really a team that we should discount until we actually see the product on the court. And before we move on, I want to see what
2: Jake thinks about this team. That's it. I don't know. Jake Ballard? God damn it, Jake. Could you look up their schedule? They play anyone special? sorry, sorry. sorry. Anyone special in the conference? While we're waiting, um,
0: Jake, how was your day today?
1: It was good. Average. Yeah. No. 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 It was good. Exactly. Above average. Oh, above average. Above. above uh, yes. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. I was cutting there. Eh. Right. Left something to be desired. Jake's got. Jake's got nothing. Jake, anything? Yeah. We're live. It's uh, uh, The best non- not key non-conference is Kansas State. Okay. okay. Last well, name. So. At least a lot Sorry, The only you know. other non-conference they've scheduled so far for Butler is Western Michigan and Eastern Illinois. So. <laughs> so
2: well, I guess yeah. we'll find out how good they, they are do, when they play uh, Creighton and Villanova. So
1: they do play Indiana though. i reached that. I saw that. I saw that. that's that's the, best. that's the best. When do they play them? December nineteenth. All right, a little ways down the road here. Okay.
0: Anyways,
1: we'll move on to our last
0: team in the Big East, the Xavier Musketeers. What do we think about this Xavier team? It was kind of a up-and-down season last year, kind of flew under the radar a little bit. Chris, Chris Mack, first year out of town, and he had the Louisville. Musketeers,
2: they don't leave a lot to be desired this year. They kind of remind me of, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong Dan, but Oklahoma Sooners a little bit. Here, I mean, it's a middling team, just right? there in the middle of
0: the pack. We don't really know. They got. Much
2: they to got a point about. guard and Kai Kai Tandy, who was expected to make a jump next year, averaged six point seven points per game. They got the scorers Paul Scruggs and Nate Johnson, who, I mean. You're expected to you know, produce just like they did last year, and Jason Carter and Zach Fremantle, front court. I mean, when I think Oklahoma, I think of Brady Manic and Austin Reeves, and there you got Paul Scruggs and Nate Johnson with Xavier. I, I don't know where this team finishes. We'll have to see it. It's just so up in the air with this Big East, and, but these are two good players on you know kind of average team and I guess we'll we'll see where where they finish
1: I think Xavier will be bottom three I think Butler will finish bef- ahead of them Wow!
2: not that big of a deal <laughs> <laughs> just, just a big
0: comment from I was
1: waiting for you to say that the DePaul was going to be better than them no I don't... come on no <laughs> no no I don't DePaul every year They're always in on every transfer. Never get any. You know what? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Poor DePaul. It's just unfortunate for him. But the Blue Demons just can't get anyone. I don't know. uh, Transfer-wise. Jake, I know. They attempt, but unfortunately. And that
2: brings us to my Big East projected standings here. Let me know if you have any arguments. Number one, Villanova. Two, Creighton. Three, Seton Hall. Four, Providence. Five, Yukon, Six, Marquette. Seven, Xavier. Eight, Butler. Nine, DePaul. Ten, St. John's. And 11, Georgetown.
0: I would move Yukon to one. Other than that,
2: I have no I'd problem. put Butler, I'm over
1: Whoa. I'm Butler over Xavier. Butler over Xavier. Really? Yes. Really.
2: And. A- how many tournament teams do we see coming out of this conference? Four. Four? Three. Three?
0: Villanova, Creighton, Creighton and Ugon. Uh, what? It's your three tier-
2: tournament teams. All right. All right. You like what here? I I like that. That's pretty <laughs> dicey. <huh>? All right! <laughs> Let's roll to the AAC then.
0: Should be pretty quick. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, very quick.
0: Very quiet. Houston is your front runner in the AAC this year. Calvin Sampson's got another great team. He's your AAC preseason coach of the year from the CBS experts. What do we like about this Houston team, Austin?
2: Uh, they bring back basically everyone of Relvins except for Nate Hinton, who should have stayed with Houston, went undrafted. Um, They bring back guard Caleb Mills, 13.2 points per game. Marcus Sasser, 8.1 points per game. Pretty good uh, backcourt there. Frontcourt, Dejan Giroux and Bryson Gresham. Uh, Gresham has a big hold or role to fill with Fabian White out for the year. Basically averaged a double-double last year, uh, torn ACL. So, big step up for him. Quinn Grimes... All, all this kid does is improve. You know, former Kansas player, then transferred to Houston. Uh, you know, 12 points per game last year. You expect that to go up. Pretty good three-point shooter. I think this team has what it takes to win the AAC and, you will know, be a pretty, pretty important seed in the NCAA tournament.
1: Jake? I mean, I think even though I'm – Memphis Tigers fan, I think Houston will still win, obviously win, the AAC. Caleb Mills in the running for AAC Player of the Year. Yep. Um,
2: the way you say obviously, <laughs> you, you think
1: it's going to be just, a, just a I don't think runaway. it'll be a runaway, but I don't – I think they're just a more – I just think they're the better team compared to Memphis in the long run, so – Dan? I agree. agree. I
0: would okay. put a lot of that on Kelvin Sampson and how good he has been with this Houston Cougars team and how much confidence I have in him. Similar to what I said last episode with Chris Beard, I think Kelvin Sampson okay. is in the same regards as a coach that knows what he's doing, and I think he's in a conference with a, a bunch of other coaches that he is superior to as someone we'll talk about next. Okay. Otherwise known as Penny Hardwell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Memphis Tigers. Uh, Jake, our Memphis
2: expert.
0: Memphis Tigers. Obviously the, as Jake would put it, obviously. Moussa uh, say? reclassifying Helps. this season is a big help to the Tigers. It was a disappointing year for Memphis last year. There was a lot of talent with James Wiseman. Uh, top in class. Anything else you'd like to interrupt? in the
2: <laughs>
1: <Sorry>. <laughs> no. What did
0: you think Sorry. about Penny Hardaway's coaching
1: effort last year? Poor. Because I thought it was abysmal. Obviously the loss of James Wiseman. Oh! Did not help. Did oh, not so help. going to blame it on James no.
0: Wiseman. Taking money from Penny Hardaway so he can move his TV, and I'm just kidding. So we're gonna act like a bunch
1: (laughs) of other coaches don't do that. Whatever. 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 Whatever.
0: Say it again. Whatever. Whatever. I I remember asking you to give me a... All right. Never mind. Go ahead. No. No. No.
1: No. No. no, 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 no. no, I want to know.
0: I want to know, Jake, there's a lot of no talent talk. on this Memphis team once again. This, like, yes, exactly. And
1: the expectations with, are with their not returning, as high as last year, with, but they're still high. They're the top uh, recruiting class uh, of last year, and with the loss of Precious Achunwa and James Wyman, Wiseman, who we're, <laughs> were both first, first round picks, he's cracking under pressure. they're still. Well, the continuity uh, cannot. Continuity. <laughs> <laughs> with mm-hmm. this team, and they get the transfer of Landers Nolly from Virginia Tech and DeAndre Williams from uh, Evansville. Forum? Moussa say reclassifying to 2020. Okay. Helps this team out a lot. I, I'm excited i excited to watch this team. they're going to win the
0: national championship.
1: I don't think they will win the AAC, but I think they're a solid... We'll be in second what, what, no matter what. What
2: kind of seed do you think they'll get in the NCAA tournament, Jake?
1: Playing what, what six. We oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say I mean, six. They, a six. Boogie yeah. Ellis and Land Lester, Quinones returning. Christ, sentence. I just did. I corrected <laughs> myself and did. I mean, Jake, you, you kind of you gotta like what you see. DJ I mean, DJ Jeffries. He's very underrated in terms Dude, of the I natural. I think he's the
2: best player. National. In game. Yes.
1: Especially <laughs> when, last year, he was probably the best one. Second to Precious at June 1. I think the loss. He doesn't He doesn't get the recognition he deserves. <laughs> last year, I thought, last year. I think, what are you laughing about? I can't give a breakdown? You!
2: Last year, you. I think the loss of James Wiseman is kind of a blessing in disguise. Right now. For, for it this did. For this it
1: game. made it. You got it house, showed you got Lester
2: off. It yeah, DJ it showed Jeffries. off Precious
1: Achunua a lot more. They got him uh, I think if James James Wiseman played the full year, I do not think Precious Achunua left. But
2: Precious Precious
1: Achua. I Whatever. Thought it was Achua. Whatever. Whatever. you said Achunua. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All right, I'm done with my Memphis breakdown. And they got uh, guard Alex Lomax off the bench. No, so no, we don't. They Remember don't. when
0: we thought Landers and Ollie when like, your attack was like a thing did. last yeah, year? Yeah, we did.
2: Jake
1: they beat Michigan State. Done. We done, were done, all over We were all over them. Then they just went downhill.
2: And now he's on Memphis, Jake. You yeah. Happy about that? Got his waiver. Do obviously, I'm helping. Ho- you like obviously. Landers and Ollie? Yes. Yeah?
1: I don't have anything against them, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hope you don't. What would you have against Landers and
1: Ollie? Nothing. What would you have Landers or, no, or does a- <laughs> the fact he chose Virginia Tech after Buzz left? Ooh. That's the only thing you have against him? Is that a shot at Landers or a Shot at Buzz? Landers. I don't know a shot at Buzz. <laughs> no, I, I mean Buzz did have a good time. Never team disrespect or... Buzz. Buzz is my, my boy. Pack. Thoughts on Texas A&M this year? Well, I'm pissed off that he left the bad boy mowers. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> All He's right. rebuilding. Continue with your Memphis Uh, breakdown, Do you have anything
2: else to add? I think they're going to be really good this year, honestly. Nice. I think...
1: Do you think Musa Cissé could challenge for freshman
2: of the year in the conference? He he definitely could. I think he's going to be their big rim protector for sure. Especially
1: after a precious average. You're talking... You're
2: uh, talking me into taking Memphis over Houston right now. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't I would still, I would still put Houston first. I would still put Houston. I, 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 I would still like put Memphis.
1: Houston over Memphis. Okay,
2: I'll keep that there. But I do. I like. I love. Not like. I love Memphis. They, right? they lost. They oh, yeah. lost.
1: Mike Miller as an assistant coach. So oh, that's a tough <laughs> loss. <laughs> <laughs> Can't teach the shooting prowess for this team anymore. You can't, t- you can't teach
2: that. Dan, what are your thoughts on all this I mean, mumbo-jumbo that we just spewed? You like Memphis? You think you're a little overrated? Memphis
0: has a lot of talent, but I think Penny we- Penny Hardaway is a terrible coach. Ooh. Bold Wow. What, what makes you determine that statement? He what didn't about him? adjust to his players at all last year. He, just, he kept the same system the entire year, and his players never adjusted to it. Which, and plus he cheats and he gives money to his players. Ooh. <laughs> so, so you're going to act like a bunch of them don't? Oh, uh, let's be honest. That's Jake's excuse. Jake's
1: listen. excuse. Oh,
0: listen. Listen.
1: What? He didn't do it in the best of way. He didn't hide it well enough compared to other no, coaches. He,
0: he was helping James move his college
1: dorm equipment. Yeah, from Nashville to Memphis, a three-hour drive, God <laughs> forbid. Scotchie! Jesus. Can you sketchy? Yeah, whatever. I, tr- I still trust Penny. I think Memphis blows
0: up this year. They finish ninth in the AAC. Penny gets canned, and they bring in Mike Miller to be the head coach. Jake Ray Aldstone. Wow. all
1: I will Wow. I'll keep note of that. I'm just kidding.
0: I think Memphis is actually a pretty good team this year. They have a lot of talent. If Penny can find a way
1: to make it all work, put that together. First, he needs to reduce the turnovers for this team. The amount of turnovers they had per game was ridiculous. All I remember is watching the Oregon Memphis game, and I think they had at half, I'm not even kidding, I think they had about 16 turnovers. Oh, yeah, that was an awful game. I remember it watching. was the most that ridiculous game that, that I've ever watched. Well, the thing with. They averaged I The thing think with Memphis is they were a good
0: defensive team last year. Yes. They were, they were actually a good, very good yes. defensive team. They just had they, offensive struggles. They the couldn't game. handle
1: the ball at all to save their life.
2: They are in the bad boy Moore's Classic this year. <laughs> that counts for anything. <laughs> if it keeps They could have out. a big
1: game. If they
2: win, you know, win out. They could play West Virginia if all works out. Two defensive teams. Yeah. That'll be a fun one to watch. But. Yeah, I think Memphis uh, contends with Houston. I think those are clearly the only two teams that you know have a chance at winning this AAC conference this year.
1: You all don't right. think SMU contends at all? Oh,
2: look at Jake with oh, the good transition, diving right into SMU. Awesome.
1: You don't think they contend for it at all? You have SMU finishing third in the conference, yes. followed
0: by South Florida.
2: Let's talk about both of those mm. teams. So, SMU finished 19-11 and last year, 7th in the AAC. You know, not not too good, but they do bring back pretty good backcourt with Kendrick Davis and Tyson Jolly both averaging basically identical numbers, 14 points per game, 6 rebounds per game. Uh, Farron Hunt is, you know... Pretty good front court player, uh, averaged 11 points per game, 6.7 rebounds a game. I like this SMU team. I just, you know, they're, they're going to be good. Don't get me wrong. They'll be good. They'll be good. They'll be good. I just don't know if they have the firepower to, you know, fight. Yo, with, uh, hang with they, uh, Penny Hardaway's hang, team. And, hang with and, a Memphis or Houston. but
1: They're also waiting on the the waiver status of Yuri, I don't know, Aine. From Oklahoma State. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, true. So, yes. who averaged 2.3 blocks last season. So, it's a big... If he gets the waiver, that's a big addition for the SMU team, defensively. Yeah, for sure. I, I I think... You know, as I...
2: I don't know if I said this, but... I think they get three teams in, and I think SMU's one of them. So, I think their tournament team. Yeah, and I think... I'm usually...
0: I'm pretty high on Cincinnati most of the time. I think they're... They uh, got
2: they got a couple of good guys. They're um, a pretty gritty
0: team. They usually find a way to sneak their way into the tournament. But I think Jaron Cumberland is just going to be... Mass was uh, It's going to be just so tough to overcome. I, mean, I
2: think like, they, they, had, they had him, and they had all these other guys. And, you know, they they didn't do Jaren. much with it. They him. didn't do much. They were just... They were literally... They <laughs> would have <laughs> made the tournament,
1: right? They were were a bubble team for a
2: good month and a
1: half. Yeah. What makes you put South Florida over Cincinnati? Yeah, let's hear that. Because from what I'm looking at
0: here, CBS experts have South Florida down at number seven in the conference. So I would like to see what our one and done podcast expert has to say about that. He's looking up his rankings as we speak. Scrolling. Was, scrolling, was that a mistype? Scrolling. No, no. It's a mistype. Austin actually has him finishing ninth. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: <laughs> there's got to be something. There's no way you would have typed them without some player or something so that
2: helps So they have a decent, decent team. They got guard Caleb Murphy, who's a four-star recruit. Well, yetna has gone. I think Yatna's back. He was or, hurt. Yeah, yeah he, he was hurt. I'm sorry. They bring was... Is that one of the reasons? Yeah, yeah. He was one of the reasons. Because Yatna was
0: him. injured all of last year with a knee injury, and now he returns this season. So that's a that's a big boost for the Bulls.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think two years ago he averaged about uh, 12.3 points per game, game. Yeah, freshman bounce, of the year so. in the AAC. Yeah. So, I mean, he's one of the main reasons why I have them high as they are. I think they can be a surprise team in the AC for sure. Mm. Um They they have Michael Durr who averaged six point seven, you know, points per game, six point one point rebounds per game, select so him to take take it a notch up. Um
0: uh, I mean, we'll, When's we'll the last see? time South Florida was in the NCAA tournament?
2: <sighs> Is it, do you have the I have the year. You have the year? Yeah. It was a it's while kind of ago. A <laughs> while ago. Let Because I know they were, they were in... What, do, does it have the seating they were? No, it's not. Okay. I'm assuming I, they were probably in eight or I,
1: nine. I guess... that's what it feels okay. like they were. 2008. Oh. No.
2: Nope. Oh. It...
1: <laughs> I know. it... I know they
2: seating. You could look it up. They were 11. Okay. And he knows that they are 11 seed. Was it? What year was 2011?
0: it? 2011. Oh, man, you're so close. 2012. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> we had it. Ah. Uh. <sighs> All right. I, I'll take it this way. <laughs> Anyone else in this AAC that you would care to
2: mention?
0: Jeez. Uh, Is
1: Tulsa going to perform like they did last year? I don't think so. No.
0: Wichita State. Oof. Greg Marshall's out. Kind of a mess. See
1: ya.
2: Yep. He's gone. You got, like, what, six guys transferred out of
1: there?
0: And and now we know why. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Kind of. The whole starting lineup transferred up.
0: You have UCF, Temple, East Carolina, and Tulane who make up the bottom of the conference. Um, we can go over CBS's picks. It's unanimous. Everyone has Houston, number one. Okay. Memphis, number two, and SMU, number three. Right, yeah, that's pretty uh, Pretty much everyone has Cincinnati at number four, huh. um, besides David Austin. Cobb, who has them finishing, who has Tulsa finishing in fourth. Jake, what were you going to say before you interrupted
1: me? Austin has. South Florida for instance, instead of just said that like
0: Sorry. Sorry. Well, five times. Alright. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one on here that has South Florida finishing higher than fifth, and it's your boy Jerry Palm.
2: Okay.
0: Um not many discrepancies here from what we talked about. I mean it's a pretty top heavy division yeah. or conference, oh, I should say. For sure. Uh, Houston and Memphis, SMU, I would say are your top three. Um, Cincinnati seems like a pretty unanimous number four. And then it's pretty much picked poison after that. You have Tulsa, uh, South Florida, as you mentioned, Austin. And then uh, I guess you could sneak in Wichita State and UCF into there. And then you have your bottom-of-the-barrel conferences uh, of Temple, East Carolina, and Tulane. I agree with that.
2: And that's about it. Yeah. How many teams do we have making the tournament here? I'd say two locks and then I have one lock. One lock? Houston. Jake, what are your thoughts about
0: that? I'd go with the two locks. I have zero confidence in Memphis until I see it. So Mm -hmm. I, I mean like I think Memphis will make the tournament, but I don't have them as a lock.
2: Okay. I need to see it. I got the two locks and then maybe SMU. Fighting, bubbleish, maybe or maybe you know who knows. Maybe it'll be like a ten seed. I round. see Memphis doing what Penny Hardaway did in his career: good at the start,
0: and then doesn't finish it out.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only non-conference games they have scheduled, Memphis wise, is St. Mary's, in the which tournament. is to start the season.
0: Yes, right? correct. What was it, start it, the that, season. That's, so that's, the, 20- that's the, the 25th. That's the twenty-fifth at four thirty p.m. Saw- I looked that one up. 4.30 p.m. I looked that up. I, I almost texted Jake about that because that's a tough matchup that's to a, start
1: the season. It definitely is a tough matchup. And then their second non-conference game is against Ole Miss. So, not, a little, yeah. not a lock either. Neither is. Just like Memphis is in a lock to make
0: tournament. You son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> they don't play... In our eyes, a top three team in the American until January fourteenth when they play SMU oh at home. Gosh. Well, so, that's a, that's a good if problem. that
2: game even happens,
1: we'll see. Yeah, they they don't play Houston don't until that. the end of the season. They could so.
2: play West Virginia and the Bad Boy Movers. That's what I'm hoping for. So. <sighs> it's possible, or it could be St. Mary's playing West Virginia. So hmm, it'll for. be Memphis.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs>
0: That's another episode. Uh, Big East, AEC in the book. We got SEC, SEC in, uh, in Pack twelve. Wow, wow! We saved the best for the last. Can't wait to bring that to you before the season kicks off on Wednesday. One and done podcast for Austin Atwood, Jake Huther. I'm Dan Cooter. Thanks for joining in, all you college basketball junkies. Can't wait to see you next time. Goodbye.